0: Hey there, this is James with TextGen. Welcome back to episode number two of our podcast. Today I'm very excited to interview a client and a personal friend, Daryl Carnley. Daryl was one of the early adopters of our platform at RallyCore and was very instrumental in helping us really identify what we were building and how we were going to go about building it. So Daryl and I have spent a lot of time together personally. I've gotten to know him over the years and have just really enjoyed our relationship. In fact, when he comes to town, we get together for coffee. So uh, in this particular episode, we're going to t- dive into Daryl's why. He's got a very neat humanitarian shoe organization that he's launched so we're going to talk a bit about the why behind that some of the opportunities that that has presented itself we'll talk a little bit about how to use video and different means that he does to create that uh, sparkling vision so to speak in the mind's eye of the potential donor so let's get started i want to introduce you to my friend daryl on episode number two of TextGen. Hey, everybody here with Daryl today, a good friend and a client of Rally. And one of the things about Daryl that I love so much is he's just a down-to-earth guy. Uh, Daryl and I have had, uh, I don't know, Daryl, how many times have we gotten together for coffee And uh, when you're in town, do you think?
1: You know, at least a half a dozen times, something Probably like so, that. Probably so, huh? Yeah. yeah. So
0: Daryl was uh, instrumental in helping us early on. Uh, one of our first, I think you were in the top you know, 10, first 10 clients we had. Daryl. I think so. So it's. It, I <laughs> you guess made it's. Made it test. sound
1: like you were thousands of clients, but it was great.
0: Yeah, no, I yeah, you know, because I I had big ambitions, but now we are, we're getting there. But anyway, yeah. but uh, but with you, Daryl, it's been great to just down to earth guy getting to know you and your vision and 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 what you're working on. So the per- the purpose of today, Daryl, is just to get to know you, hear your story. Uh, we'll do a deep dive a bit into some of the technology that you're using with Rally, but really it's less about that and more about what you're learning and, and how um, you know, how, what you want to share with our, our community.
1: Yeah. That's
0: so awesome. yeah, so get started. Yeah. You, you lead the discussion. Is, you tell us a little bit about your story and, and how you came to be.
1: Well, I'm going to try to keep it short. You know, I, I was a pastor for 25 years, so that's uh tough <laughs> that's for us. Tough ask. Say, that's right. When we say we're closing, that's a lie. That's right. Three Uh, closes. Closing that thought to open another one. Well, of course, my name is Daryl Carlin. I was born and raised in Alaska. Uh, My parents were missionaries. I'm a fourth generation missions kid. Dad went to Alaska back in the fifties. And my earlier family got there in the early 1900s as as gold miners. So uh, a long time in Alaska, Uh, as I was growing up, I swore two things. I said, I would never pastor and I would never live, you know, back in Alaska once I escaped. Well, bottom, Line is, I pastored for 25 years, 20 in Alaska, lived there for 43, and uh, but finally came to the United what we would call the lower 48s, which is funny. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, pastored a couple of years in Idaho and then ended up in Phoenix. And in the midst of all of that, being a missions kid and 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 being in close to over 100 countries in my lifetime, I really was looking for a widget to go into countries and make a difference and we come up with a shoe idea that uh really is not a, not new. I mean, shoes have been around a long time, but we created the My360 Project, which is a humanitarian shoe organization. And so, it really is my why at this moment is to come in and put healthy fitting shoes on children. The uniqueness of our product is, is we teach people how to build it and okay. uh, create sustainable jobs. So, it's uh, I'm a missions kid. So, I, that's what I do.
0: So my 360 project, and look, you know, you gave me one of these shoes way back when I keep it in my office as a constant reminder of the work that you're doing, but, uh, why shoes?
1: Well, that, that's a great question. You know, so many people, uh, as, as being a, being a, a Christian people, well, you're not a primary mission, you know, primary mission is sharing the gospel or something like that, but that that's fine. Why shoes for me is I was given this fact some years ago, uh, by another shoe organization, and they said that there was 300 million kids in the world who did not have a pair of shoes, and wow. there's another 1.2 billion kids who have inadequate shoes. And so, I, I of course, growing up in Alaska, shoes are a must. I mean, yeah, you can't go a out in 60 below without shoes mm-hmm. or boots or mucklucks or something. But it just—it was so interesting when I was given those facts. It just stirred me to the point of it was, I was emotional. I literally, when it was brought to me, I just knew it was like this aha moment. It was like Oprah talking about that aha moment, yeah. something. It was almost like I heard this wall, like angels. Yeah. And it was like, this is what you're to do. And so long story short, we, I, I, t- I was in New York city and at a meeting with the Palau organization, we were doing this big festival at Central Park. And and I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go down in the lobby of the hotel this morning and I'm going to meet someone from Nike. And she said, well, Nike's on the West Coast, you know. And man, I went down that morning and I met someone from Nike. And uniquely enough, uh, his name is Wilson Smith. Anyone can Google him and see who he is. Wonderful Nike person. Been there many years. Helped me meet a guy named Mike Freeton and from there, Mike Freeton and Tom Barron helped me design a shoe that we actually have done a lot of work on. You actually have the shoe put together but mm-hmm. the shoe actually comes flat. Yeah, And I went to Mike and said, Mike, 300 million kids need shoes we want to put people to work building shoes. We want to create a non-toxic charity situation where we're sourcing in country where, and it, ha- it just started coming together. Now it's been a heck of a process. Uh, that was in 2015 and we started R and D in January 16 and did our first project in Uganda, uh, in in January 17, I think it was. And from there, we put about 8,000 pairs on kids in the world. 13 countries have a little build center here in Phoenix and a larger one in Vicente Guerrero. With people, we wanted to work with people that have been marginalized. Those have been rescued out of human trafficking, things such as that. So we work with different ministries and it's happening. I think we have nine artisans working for us and wow, putting out shoes. it's crazy. And, you, know,
0: it's and, and you, you call it a humanitarian, um, uh, you know, organization. So shoe organization, but really it's also sustainable. You use that word too. Yeah. Why it's sustainable. Yeah. So walk me through that. Like what makes it sustainable in that, in that sense?
1: Well, the uniqueness of the shoe is the shoe gets sponsored for $35 and you have a lot of people say, well, why don't we just buy a $2 pair of shoes made you know, in China? And, there's a lot of organizations doing that and hats off to them. I love it. I, I again, whatever people can do to bring us to zero effect of no, sh- you know, every kid having shoes do it. But we decided to set the price at 35 and in the 35, it's based in the 17 to build the shoe, eight to market at 10 to deliver. So the, the shoe price, which is an average shoe price of a child's shoe in America is about 35 bucks. Okay, And it gives us money inside of there. To develop the same sustainability. But the 35 is people that are sponsoring companies. You know, we're a nonprofit. So we have Rotary behind us. We have churches. We have corporations. Uh, We just actually uh, got a small partnership with uh, Safeco Insurance and Hmm. people can they'll match, you know, what employees Hmm. put in. Yeah, uh, Yamana Hospital actually just came on board where people can match. But it's it's where people want to get involved with something. And so for instance, world vision or compassion, people sponsor children, thirty-nine dollars a month. Here people can sponsor shoes, thirty-five bucks a month, and twelve children a year, of course, get a pair of shoes, but in that it employs people. So people sponsoring the shoe, then also then employs people to build it. uh, uh, gives us money to market it. But then the uniqueness of this project is the $10. If they're a shoe hero that goes into a travel account that helps us deliver the shoe around the world, or it's a fundraiser for someone to go on a humanitarian trip. As a pastor, I want people, I want kid, if, if I started mission trips when I was seven, if young people could go on a mission trip and, and serve, it. whatever they want to call it, and yeah. they come into a, a, a situation, shifts their homeostasis, changes everything in their life. And so- it has a lot of components, but the sustainability is people sponsoring it and us going into country sourcing, you know, like Gloria. She helps source in Tijuana. We put money in the economy. We're not over there, you know, just giving something away. We're actually developing it where they're yeah. learning, you know, how to manage a business. You know, people get micro loans, get their machine. We contract with them. It really is fun to watch nine artisans. And, and we have two that are already beginning to build houses uh, that had nothing you know, once in her 60s, has never owned anything in her life. She's, she's working for us. She's bought her first piece of property. We're helping her build a house. And,
0: uh, and, and Daryl, changed. when I've loved, even when we did our strategy session together, where we got on the whiteboard and we drew and we talked about the different levels of giving and the way to create sustainable, you know, I think in business, which a lot of organizations really, the bigger ones get it That's what, you know, that's obviously why they get a little bigger, but the, but so much of the time we have a scarcity mindset and we don't really think, like we just think about the next donation to get the next thing done but what yeah. you've done even the even the shoe itself it grows and expands and that has some life built into it. And it's more ruggedized than what, you know, an American shoe, because you're not on American soil, right? You're yeah. in different soil uh, down in Mexico or even in in, in Africa and these different different uh, countries you're in. So I think understanding the terrain and how to build a shoe that grows with a child and how to create something that's more sustainable, not just at the, at the foot level, but really on a global scale. That's That's yeah. incredible.
1: Well, it's, it's an easy build shoe. The shoe can be, you know, uh, it's a lot of it's canvas. We have canvas, we have denim, different, you know, different, it can be repaired. In fact, you'll go to places and they'll have it, they'll flatten it and they'll, they'll scrub it and hang it on their. You know, I've seen it hanging from their, uh, you know, outside their little, uh, where they have their laundry. Um, But it's not the prettiest of shoes, but it's a very functional because I I actually have one here. This is called our art mock. This is another program we're doing where we're American, you know, or us here, the children or whatever, they design the shoe and make a wearable art, but the shoe actually grows out the toe. It'll expand out the rear. And then it also is expandable in and out from like a moccasin and we call it the 360 mock because it's built on a moccasin thought, but it it can go a few sizes. We don't declare how many sizes because man, as many countries as we've been in 13, so many different types of feet, but it'll actually go in or out. And it's kind of cool because um, you can be like we're in Nicaragua. of four sizes, and we are able to put shoes on about, you know, six or eight t- styles of feet because it fits.
0: That's amazing. Daryl, I'm always impressed. Now, just with, the, with your, your thinking, your strategy, really, the, uh, the, the sustainable uh, growth that you've done. Now, uh, as you think about, you know, we've talked a little bit about the future and kind of your plans here. I want to circle back to that. But as you think about current day where you are today, $35 a shoe seems reasonable, right? There's a lot of Americans, a lot of people that would, I think for $35 kind of see and, and get the impact, but what kind of challenges are you facing as an organization when it comes to either getting the word out or getting people to, to mobilize or act on on, on, on your vision?
1: Well, I, th- I think what happens is, is when you're, let's say we're having children sponsored for an orphanage, you know, they can, they can wrap their brain around that, you know, and not eating and because and so many organizations drill wells, you got to have them, you give food, right. medicine, shoes is, is, is a, th- it's a new thought. People haven't really wrapped their brain around the need of shoes. 11 million kids die before their fifth birthday. And a lot of those children die because of footborne illnesses that, you mm-hmm. You don't think of they, if they had just a simple shoe, even a simple flip flop. Uh, you know, it, it would be Keep different. It the to them. But yeah. so, our challenge. Is everything a story? So we've been developing story. We've been traveling all over. We were in Pakistan last February and to look at the need of shoes there was, was mind blowing. Of course, I designed the shoe for Africa, but as people begin to see the need, uh, deeper need, Mexico is more of where there's inadequate shoes. I mean, we have kids who don't have them and we give them, but this is really more of a opportunity. We wash the child's feet, put shoes on. And as people begin to see it and go on trips, they realize, Wow, James, there is a need, Daryl, I get it. And so they yeah. come back and then they become sponsors or a shoe hero. And so just, you know, it's easy to say we need water because we know what that's like. It's easy to say we need food, you know, and help. Um, but when we start talking shoes, most Americans have about 20, 30 that. pairs of shoes. They don't mm. even think there's a shortage.
0: Yeah. So it's really a cultural, it's really Crossing the cultural divide and helping people, yeah. if you would envision and understand, like to see it, like they have to, yeah. they have to see it. Yeah, do would you agree?
1: Well, and, and, and exactly because shoes. The importance of having shoes in your life is amazing. Just it's, it's There's a quality of life. There, there's this hope. In fact, the prodigal son that's in the Bible, when he came home, he had lost his shoes. Uh, and and they, they feel that because he was in the mud. And what happens when you're in the mud? It says he came to his senses and he's in the mud. When you step in mud, your shoes come off. Yeah, so we drop. suspect that he came home and got shoes. Well, the father would have washed his feet when he had placed new shoes on his feet, he brought brought sonship back to him and hope. Yeah. So when we put shoes on feet, it just encapsulates it something in their minds. i always I always wonder we were in Haiti, James, a yeah. few years ago when we first were doing this, started it. And we're washing these little Haitian kids' feet. Never had shoes, nothing. And we're washing their feet, putting these socks and the shoes on them. And you wonder that night, what were they thinking? You know, yeah. what what just happened? But we washed their feet, and it's so significant. Jesus did it, yeah. And it's a powerful—it's a powerful expression of safety. It's—it's a—it's a, it's a wonderful. If you're going to, you know, meet a child and and, and 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 give them something wonderful when you wash their feet, we call it a holy pedicure, yeah. And, and it just it's funny how they're, they light up. They're like, get what's it. going on? Yeah. And it's, it's healthy. It's safe. And, and then you begin to see the connection of having a shoe. And I just had someone on my program not long ago from Africa, and they were telling me about their first pair of shoes ever in their life and how they just felt different. They're walking with shoes yeah. for the first time. They're like 13 years old and, and they're just feeling like life is possible. So, we hope shoes bring hope. Yeah. And and uh, that's our point is, is to bring hope yeah. to children.
0: And Daryl, you know, I've experienced that firsthand. When I when I went, you know, as I've, I've traveled and done you know mission trips myself, and we, you know, stayed in, in Africa. When we arrived late one night, we the, the executive director or the 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 um, uh, hope the home that we were staying in the orphanage was real kind to have a little apartment built out for us. She goes, "Well, this is, you know where where our guests stay," and so we stayed there the first night. But it felt removed from the kids. It, you know, we weren't able to see them. The next day after playing with them, I decided, you know, they don't need a bunch of, you know, people from America coming in and then sleeping on cots when they're most of them on the floor. You know, the the, the environment was not as good for them as it was for us. And they were just trying to make it comfortable for us. And I appreciate that. So I asked the director, I said, would it be okay if we actually stayed on the floor with the kids or in the the hall with the kids? I call it the hall. And the next day, like they were a lot more approachable. It was like a level of humility that we weren't just there like, you know. Out of out of reach, like we were there to live their life and be with them and meet them in the moment. We really meet them where they are in the dust, right? Yeah. Um,
1: and that's what when you wash their feet, you're 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 humbling humility. Yeah, and, and and they get that, and immediately it. it opens yeah. this connection with with them, and and I, I find it so fun when they, I feel someone tugging on my my finger or something, and it's one of those little children. Little they're going, Yeah, they're saying Donata, you know, they're saying Thank you or Gracias or yeah. or whatever country you're in.
0: I love it, and the humility is a big part of approaching, and I think that that is something that as an organization you get because you've lived it, and and those of us that have been on trips we understand that. I mean, I will not sleep on a mattress. There's people that are not sleeping on a mattress. Like yeah. I just can't do it. Um, yeah. but, but people need to experience that. And it's a very experiential. What, what kind of, you know, we talk about video and different mediums to get that. I know you're big in social and video. So walk me through some of the video stuff that you've done to help get that story across in a very real and visual way. Um, if they're not able to go with you on the trip itself,
1: you know, what's, it's funny you say that because now that we speak out like this next weekend, I'll be speaking at a church and one of the things, and and I just want to put a plug in for rally. I know you're interviewing me, but one of the things that really helps us is when I'm there, like next week, I'll I'll say, Hey, if you want to know more about our art project, just text art to two, four, three, six, five. Well, when they do that, they can click on and they can watch the video about the art mock. Yeah. it's told that video. It yeah. really it really ties people in, and we love we love the text to give for us, especially in front of a crowd. You can throw it out there, and it man, you can see people out there texting on their phone. Nice. Uh, but yeah, the video audio, we actually have. Um, my son is really good at it. We, we we've really been. You know, putting together great stories, good songs with the stories. Like, we took the band Unspoken down with us a couple of years ago, and they gave us the rights to a few of their songs. So, some of the videos have their songs. They went in as artists, and they loved it. And and just testimony. You know, the the Bible says you overcome by the blood of the Lamb the word of our testimony, Mm -hmm. and not to make this a religious program, but just, it's, it's factual testimonies, everything. So telling our story, uh, we, we we're right now developing some really cool stories from the artisan's perspective. Now we couldn't have done that a few years ago because they were new to us. Well, now some of them have been with us two to three years. So they can now come and say, Hey, this is how, if you become a shoe hero, this is how it's affected my life. Your, your $35 a month is done this for us, given us a better life. So that's what we're doing right now. And, and that's why we really enjoy having text mm. to give because it's such a simplistic way for us to say, hey, text yeah. shoes to 24365.
0: You know, I, and, and yeah. And that's exactly right. It, you know, it's really delivering. It's text to give where they could click and make a donation, of course, but it's really about yeah, delivering video, moving them into Facebook, moving them into different mediums or, or, or networks where they can actually see and feel and experience, you know, the story and, and, and have opportunity to enter into it. So well, then
1: there. they opt into our system, like giving Tuesday last year, you know, we did a reverse text out to everybody and, and the reverse text hit and within Minutes someone had donated a thousand dollars. It was yeah. and I'm I'm not trying to plug it. I'm just telling yeah. you, it was just like, whoa, hey, that's a that was a nice size gift. Um yeah. But it's it really is it's telling story and you said it and it takes time. You can't do something like this. It's you know, and you've you've developed new companies and it's great to say, hey, this is what we're going to do, this is what we want to do. And you know, even when you and I met a few years ago, I was still telling you what we wanted to do. Well, we're doing it. So that's the fun part. You know, you know, come and see, you know, get involved. Even people watching this, you know, click on our website, take a look at what we're doing, go under trips and go with us sometimes. Yeah, you know? and,
0: and 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 we we call it client success interviews, uh, Daryl. And I've done it with you. But the, the the my favorite part of my job is to engage with folks and say, okay, what are we doing right? What when did you yep. first find the value? And then what are we doing? Not necessarily, you know, what can we do better? Like where can oh, we yeah. improve? What what do you need next? What's the challenges and you know? Because we could we're the we're technology people. We can build anything. Like we want to yep. build the right thing, but it has to impact life. So exactly, Absolutely.
1: Good. Well we're coming to our twenty minutes, so we probably I
0: know and I'm impressed that you and I have done it. You know, this is uh this is actually pretty pretty impressive that you've kept it the twenty minutes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so wonderful. Good job. job. Daryl, anything that you want to close us out on and, and think through or like how does someone get involved with you? Uh, I've got my my information up, of course, with my, my short code to get access to my, my, my bit, my V card. Oh, how does is. someone, yeah. Oh, there it is on your, on your shirt. So how does yeah. someone find you? My pro my project, 360org or Yeah.
1: My three 60 project.org go to the website, take a look at us on Facebook and uh, you know, like us on Facebook is great. That, that That's really fun. Yeah. And, and sign up to get, you can go on our website and sign up to be in our mailing list. Uh, but more than anything, Take a step of faith with us and become a shoe hero. You can go right on, it's real easy to click monthly and start sponsoring shoes. and, and, and as you become that, then you all of a sudden you'll start getting pictures back of where your shoes are going. Yeah. And uh, you know through this crazy time of COVID, we've still been able to build shoes, get them around to different places and, and we're still we're still working because the need doesn't go away. You know, yeah. and, and so I would just I would just encourage people to, you know, take a look at us, go to the website and uh, give us some response. Tell us what you think, good, bad or ugly, because we want to get better. But there's such a need and our need is filled by people. And it's just yeah. sponsor one pair of shoes. I don't need you to sponsor a thousand if you want to. I'm not going to stop you. But just one yeah. pair of shoes a month it changes a child's life. Twelve children. I you get to it. change in a year.
0: That's amazing. Well, you know, uh, our family is all about it. We're we're grateful for your work, and of course, you can text shoes at two four three six five as well yeah. and get a quick link to your website. So do that. And then um, you're in the text gen community we just launched on on LinkedIn and in Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody's in that group, they can reach out to you directly. Uh, and what I would encourage is for other other group members to think about how Artmark or you know the work that you're doing uh, might might impact them because I know you and I talked to, uh, about youth groups and different organizations, uh, Lions Club, you know, different, different organizations that gather members around projects. This would be a great project for them to do together, especially yeah. if they have kids and teenagers or, or families stuck at home during COVID. So lots of ways to get involved with you. And I'd love for people to reach out to you directly in the group of, and uh, make your acquaintance as well, Derry, you got a lot to offer to folks.
1: Thanks, my friend. Like I said, like you said, and I text shoes, two, four, three, six, five. Bam. There it is.
0: Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, anything else? Any closing thoughts or is this it? Is this our second I'm, I'm or third close? This, or there, gonna... There's a
1: lot more to say, but we're, I'm not going to say. It. Okay.
0: Well, I was going to give you like three closes, but we'll we'll, we'll leave it at this. <laughs> all right. All right, brother. Great, great to see you again. Thanks for your
1: time. Thanks, James, for your time right. and what you do. All right. You bet. Bye-bye.